so. Hey. <clears throat> Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. <laughs> I'm Paul, and uh, I'm here with Kelly. Uh, introductions complete. <laughs> We're doing a, a show, so everybody, nobody likes Ross from Friends. Nobody. <clears throat> and... Oh, okay. do, you, do you think that there's a Ross fan club that was on Facebook before mm. Facebook was like stopped being a thing? I think probably ironically. I don't think. Or it's one of those things that they felt so bad for Ross. But, okay, not maybe not Ross in general, but may, maybe a David Schwimmer. Surely David Schwimmer had a website. Remember when everyone had a website? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure David Schwimmer did. No, 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 no. no. When, when we were like first like getting into the internet, remember how there would be a fan website for like every actor and like every band. Yeah. And you'd log on, you'd be like, okay, what do people have to say about Jennifer Aniston? And then you'd go to a website where people use like the uh, HTML codes and they like made just like a sparkly little Mm -hmm, website and it would mm -hmm. just be like two photos of Rachel that's Mm -hmm. like, we love, I look, we're Rachel's number one fan and there'd be a counter at the bottom. So David Schwimmer probably had one of those, don't you think? Somebody made one for David Schwimmer? Maybe. You think it was ironic. There's no way he could have a real fan. Not David Schwimmer, but Ross. Okay. Hmm. I don't know. I I mean, I'm sure but there was. There's no way there wasn't. I see what you're saying. We, hate, just, we hate Ross. We hate Ross. people shipped Ross and Rachel. That's true. So. That's true. That is true. If we use the Pythagorean field... <laughs> The look of terror on your face. (laughs) (laughs) Then we can find that. Right. Some people prefer the Ross side of the relationship. No way. Because there's not people that are just like, God, I wish Rachel found somebody. Right. Anybody. And then they're like, he's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Ross will do. (laughs) I don't know. That one will do. I, I find it hard to believe that anybody could stand stand Ross. It's but, um, funny that that was a will they won't they that mm-hmm. like they went for. It's like <clears throat> I was fine with them breaking up and never getting back together. Yeah, and I thought that was kind of that's what every every sitcom promised that uh, at least especially moving forward with the will they won't they. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, we'll have it, and then like they'll break up, and that'll be it. Like uh, How I Met Your Mother did that. Scrubs did that. But they keep coming back to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it felt like they, they tried to do that. And it was a pretty convincing split up. And I mean, I liked them as friends later. Because like, mm-hmm. they, they had like the weird, awkward season. And then they, they got to be friends mm-hmm. and they started dating other people. And it seemed like they were both fine with it. it didn't, there mm-hmm. didn't seem to be any love there anymore. So it kind of was weird that they did get back together. Yeah, Ross is better as a kind of a weird guy, friend. Yeah. Like, he's bad in all of his relationships, but he, uh... But, like, with Rachel, okay. she just got to make fun of what he, of what a nerd he was. Because right. they didn't really fit together anyway. Because he was this huge dinosaur nerd. Right. And she's a fat... Like, she's a beautiful fashion woman. Mm-hmm. Why is she with Ross if he doesn't have any other good qualities? Ooh. He's... Because, yeah, he's a pain in the ass. He's not particularly generous or, yeah. like, you know, love... Like, he's not, like, has all these kids running around... 
teaching him about dinosaurs. He's not very good to his own son. He's not very nice. He's not good in his other relationships. Yeah. He's really kind of mean to Carol and uh, Susan. He's just not a very pleasant man. No, he sits at a table <clears throat> with his kid at the wedding and doesn't even address him. Yeah. He's just kind of like, I, oh, shit, I'm at the kid's table and I want to be at the Mona table. That's right, because he was ben trying to hit on someone right else. There. He didn't even acknowledge his son. Yeah. He's just kind of like, oh, I'm at Ben's table. That's fine. I can go dance. He doesn't even have to sit at Mona's table. They can dance. Like, people don't have to sit at tables That's at true. A yeah. Ross just had, he had one goal on his mind. He didn't care about anybody else. No, he might as well have shoved Ben out of the way. He might as well have shoved Ben into oblivion. Yes, oblivion. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, Ross doesn't have, he didn't have charm either. It wasn't like you, you weren't rooting for Ross in anything. Mm-hmm. He, and then it got to the point where it, this happened, everyone became caricatures by the time. Right. I think by maybe like the sixth season, everybody was just like a big caricature of themselves. The only likable characters anymore were probably, even Chandler had my like limits, but I think Joey and Rachel were probably the two best characters. Hmm. And I, still I think, think <clears throat> they should have gotten together. Joey and Chandler? Wait. Rachel. Rachel and... Joey. Joey. Sorry, I was listening. Thanks. My brain just <laughs> skipped a beat. Uh, okay. No, everybody hated them together. But I liked it. You liked that? I, well, I, You're okay. the one with the freaking sparkly Joey Rachel I website. I would never have made that. But that's the only, if they were going to pair off friends, that's the only, if, if, if we had to pair off friends, obviously, obviously Monica and Chandler are going together. That right. made sense. It was fine. I think the two most awful friends should go together. Rachel and Ross can, uh, not Rachel. <laughs> Phoebe and Phoebe Ross. Phoebe and Ross, yeah. Are two awful humans. That should just go be awful together okay. and leave everybody alone. Leave hmm. Paul Rudd alone. Leave Paul Rudd alone. <laughs> leave Paul Rudd alone. <laughs> leave Paul Rudd alone. Um, I that, that relationship would have been horrible, but they probably both deserve it. They both deserve it. Right. Okay. <clears throat> no, but I didn't think that they because they don't deserve cooler people so than them. You think that Re- Rachel. And Joe, but Joey's such an idiot. And like, I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense because he's like, does the soap operas and she, she likes that. Yeah. And and they have more in common. He's going to be like, he moved into, or the idea was that he got a big network job. And so she could probably fit into that world pretty easily. Okay. And and when she, when she, when he found out that she was having the baby and he made their whole apartment baby. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm baby proof so that she would stay oh yeah that like joey's a, like a sweet man yeah ross would never ross is just Ooh. ross is just a jealous asshole yeah that would just be like i'm so mad that other people are doing that but i'm not going to do that myself to keep her i'm just going to be mad that someone else would be have the goal to do it that's true he would never do it himself he wouldn't do it he would just be mad He'd that somebody be like, else does it I liked Rachel in high school. Right. I, got, I found her first. She had a big nose when her. I liked her. And so now I I liked her when she wasn't as hot as she could be. <laughs> yeah, Ross is an asshole. Uh, but 
the goal of today is, uh, and as is the goal of every episode of Neighbors Trash, is to dig through the trash, uh, pull out some old sitcoms or some sitcoms, sitcoms. and find a better Ross. So we are saving <clears throat> Rachel. the The Ross is a the Ross is this is Ross Bachelor. Bachelor Ross. Okay. Rachel's Rachel Town. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but we're going through sitcoms, so they have to have Ross-like traits. Yeah. Yeah. We they cannot be completely void of Ross. Will, will you accept this Ross? <laughs> Absolutely not. Is what the answer should be, Rachel. <laughs> but we're still putting you in this predicament. Yeah. Um. But so they have to have something in common with Ross. Yeah. There, there's, there can't be, we can't yes, just like throw, right. we can't just be like, okay, here's your perfect man. It's Marshall from How I Met Your Mother. He, <laughs> everyone's perfect man. I don't know. He was the first one that popped in my head just because I was like, Ted Mosby sucks ass. And we'll we'll probably talk else. about that. So it's just, that's the funny one. Your perfect man. Like, that's your George Clooney's. <laughs> Marshall from Marshall How I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your Mother. Uh, no, that was just the, this, that was the show that was on the top of my brain. And then I was like, Ted Mosby sucks. Mm-hmm. Neil Patrick Harris says, so step up, Marshall. <laughs> yeah. But Marshall has no nothing in common with Ross. Right. <clears throat> and that, like, because he is Lily's perfect man. Mm-hmm. Well, I excluded anybody that already has a pretty good relationship in their own show as well. Oh. I mean, you. it's fine if you know. didn't do that. I, I, I mean. Technically, but maybe I didn't, but... For me, they were mostly people that, at least for a majority of the show, didn't already have somebody that they were with. Okay. I mean, that's pretty much all shows, because that's what makes it interesting to have a show. Right. All these happy couples sitting around. <laughs> Just hanging like, out. Aww. It's Friday. I'm a little tired. Let's stay in tonight. Okay. I mean, that's what Marshall and Lily do, I guess. Yeah, but they're not <coughs> me. They're... They're not the main they're ones. Not the main they're not ones. the they're main ones. They're the ones that are like relationship goals, and then they're like, "What's up with Robin? Right. Why can't she get her shit together?" Right. Fucking Robin. <laughs> the only other good character on that show. I love Robin. Um, we'll talk. Let's sure. let's go ahead and talk about why How I Met Your Mother. So How I Met Your Mother is the most Friends show that is not Friends. Yeah. It has the most. It has a more Ross Ross in oh Ted, Ted Mosby. Ted Mosby is the most Ross character in sitcom history. Ted is Ross <clears throat> 2.0. Yeah. Ted. Ted is Ted is Ross if Ross thought he was cool. Because mm. at the very, very least, Ross does not think he's cool. Ross That's knows true. That's he's true. a nerd. Yeah. Ross knows that he did. Ross on... On his base level, knew he didn't deserve Rachel. Sure. But he also, at the same time, had felt like he deserved her because of, like, past... Because the, he thought he was they a good... They had the past en- connection. He thought he was a good enough guy, but he sure. didn't think he was, like, good enough for her. But he, right. thought he was like, I'm the good guy out of, like, all these... And it was God's never really his intention to even ask her out. He just, it sort of stumbled, he stumbled into it. Yeah. So maybe he even told himself like, oh, it's not going to happen. Yeah. And then he started dating Julie. They seemed like they had a good relationship. Now He uh, didn't deserve Julie. No one deserves Julie. Nobody deserves Julie. <laughs> Amy Wong. Why don't you describe first and foremost 
Ross as a character in you, your head. You want me to describe Ross? Describe the elements of Ross that we cannot get rid of as we bring in these new Ross candidates. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's tough. Um, okay, so Ross as a whole. Okay, when I think of Ross, the first thing I think of is takes himself very seriously, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I I find him manipulative as a in a relationship. I don't think he. I didn't really find him manipulative as a person in general, but whenever he was in a relationship, he had very weird rules. Mm-hmm. So I think Ross has rules. Where if you you have to be a certain way with Ross, I felt mm. like I felt like Ross I felt like Ross was looking for a certain person and didn't really care who the person was, but wanted them to fit that mold no matter what. Okay. I don't think that Ross wanted Rachel. I think that Ross wanted a pretty woman. Hmm. You don't and think he? Well, I don't think that he cared about Rachel's personality in the slightest. That's a good point because it's like. Ross was seemed pretty annoyed. <coughs> I got to cough. Ross seemed pretty annoyed about a lot of aspects of Rachel's personality. Exactly. He didn't like Rachel. Yeah. He liked being with... He liked being seen with Rachel. Mm-hmm. I don't think that he liked Rachel. Sure. Yeah. I think or that it's he, a thing where it's like he did like her in high school. Yeah. And then it didn't really... It didn't develop past that. I think the biggest thing, what we learned, we learned this early on in the season, in, their, in the first go at their relationship, he didn't give a shit about her career or what she wanted to do. Yeah, so, yeah. So, like, he didn't really care about what her, any of her goals were. He wanted, he wanted her to, like, drop everything and be, like, his, just be next to him for everything. Right. So, like, he didn't. He went. He forced himself to go to that lecture with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where that fashion lecture that she was going to take that other guy to, just because they were friends, and she had no interest in that guy. There was it was clear that she had no interest in that mm-hmm. guy. But they were going to go to that lecture together just to learn about like um, blouses and whatever the hell she does. But she cares about. She does blouses. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it was like fashion. I know. Design. Yeah, yeah. But like. But and then like they had that whole argument that we're supposed to think it's funny with Ross that he was like, oh no one cares about what you do like uh, there's a whole movie about what I do about dinosaurs Jurassic Park and then like nobody cares about fashion even though there's a million shows about fashion there's that made that way more made no yeah but and then at the same time that was him just not giving a shit about what she does at all because he right. would, he wouldn't let her have enough time to go to a lecture mm. by herself about fashion yeah. Just to take notes about things about her industry. Yeah. And then he just fell, he just went there and fell asleep. But like, who would do that? Like, mm-hmm. it's like, if, like, in a relationship, I know that you're, like, you're already married now, but like, when you were still dating, you wouldn't be like, I'm going to force myself to go to this thing that I have no interest in, mm-hmm. that you have to go to for your job. Right. So like, if you were like dating like someone in finance... And you were like, I refuse for you to go alone to this thing about numbers. Right. I'm going to watch all these numbers do what numbers do. Right. And then just fall asleep during it. And then they'd be like, no, like no one in their right mind would do that. Right. Right. And yeah, all Ross, it was all about him being jealous and him being untrustworthy. He didn't even trust her. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't trust like her. He didn't like her job. Slightest. He didn't trust her. He didn't seem to like any part of her personality. Yeah. He, he just... He made fun of her for being dumb. That's right. He made fun of everything she liked. 
Mm-hmm. That doesn't work. Like, it doesn't work. Right. Like, if you're going to be that way, then just be with someone that you think is smarter. Right. Yeah, and that's kind of the same idea. So, the back on the How I Met Your Mother thing and why Ted is... Ted is definitely not a good replacement and probably would be worse is because he did the same thing with uh, Robin. Yeah. It's except it was probably, it was a little bit, it was more aggressive. Well, he made her get rid of all her fucking dogs, which I would have never done. Yeah. In a million years. Yeah, because he, he was allergic to dogs. No, 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 he was. He, he was, pretended to be allergic he to dogs. He pretended to be allergic to dogs because he realized that all these dogs she got with pe- uh, previous relationships. Yeah. So he was just jealous. And then, That's right. But that was her fa- Like, dogs are family. Dogs aren't just dogs Yeah, looking back pets. on that, that's, that's insane because it's like how attached people are. I, I have cats. <laughs> uh, they're like dogs, I hear. Um... <laughs> But it, no, any pet is part of the yeah, family. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think it's insane that Robin got rid of him at all. Like I, I don't like. I realize that she did it to like show that she was serious. But I would have dumped Ted before I got rid of my dogs. Right. That's an, an extreme, <gasps> extreme thing that that he made her do and made her feel like that she was. Especially since they didn't end up being together much longer afterwards. Well, I mean, in the show, they got together at the end. All right. But yeah, you're right. They Nobody didn't. likes that that happens. Nobody likes that that happened. That's that's a will they want they that that really that won't they the wrong direction or should have won't they. Yeah, they brought the mother in and just killed her. And yeah, like, Robin. <laughs> and then she died. Shouldn't you date Aunt Robin? Yeah. <laughs> what a shitty. Is story. your dad still talking to you? <laughs> God damn. And he got his French horn. Which they did that because they thought the show was going to be canceled after season one. <laughs> so they filmed that. That makes sense. Yeah. If you're like, okay, we got to wrap this up really quick. But not if you have everything that happened in that show. Why yeah, would you do bullshit. that? I don't, I don't even know why I watched that show. Mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy it. Like I watched, like, I, wa- I liked the first season. I thought the first three seasons, maybe four, were pretty good. And, like, I remember, I remember, like, watching every week. Like, mm-hmm. I watched that show, which is funny for me because I don't really keep up with anything. It's funny now. I guess I yeah. did before, but like, it's funny to think now me keeping up with anything. Yeah. So it's it would be weird to like have a show like How I Met Your Mother be on for me now and be like, I gotta watch that every week. That was the end of me doing that with any show, except for Game of Thrones. I think that was my last one too. They How yeah. I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Where it was like I would go and watch it, and I remember distinctly being like, because it was like after season, it was like I think season four was still going when I started watching it. And then thinking season four was pretty good. And then it got really, really bad. Yeah. And then just like I kept watching it. Like I watched. Yeah, I, I would watch it. It was it was one of those things. It was, that was when Hulu would always show it the next day. Okay. So I never watched it like I never watched it like on network TV yeah. at the time it was on. But it would always be like, okay, this is on the day after on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And then I would always watch that. Yeah. And I think I kept up with that. I kept up with, uh, uh, um, it's always sunny for the longest time, but I fell off that too. And now I'm back because of the podcast. But like, I think those are the last two. Yeah. Um, I watched that. (laughs) (laughs) I watched that and I watched Mad Men at the same time. One of those shows, uh, is the best show of all time. Mad Men? And the other is, 
I was going to make a joke about how it was How I Met Your Mother, but no, Mad Men is my favorite show of all time. Really? Yeah. I, maybe I should watch it. I do love that the GIF or the the meme or whatever that they it's not a meme because it's just a still from the show. But it's Ben Feldman and him in the elevator. And he oh. goes, I feel sorry for you. And he goes, I don't think about you. Yeah, all. that's a cool meme. I, I do. Like I the... do love Ben Feldman. He's in Superstore. He's in Drop Dead Diva. Everybody's favorite show. He's he's got some things he does in this show. Drop Dead Diva is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's okay. She's Deb. What does that mean? (laughs) She's Deb? (laughs) What are you talking about? Deb is Drop Dead Diva. The premise of the show is she's a model that dies. And then she she pushes the button to go back to life. And like like a plain lawyer at the same time um, died. And they both, maybe they both hit the button. I forget, but Deb goes back into Jane's body. That's right. And then she's the lawyer, but then she's like the fun, yeah. legally blonde yeah. lawyer. And then she was like, um, no, we're going to like turn this up a jazz. Turn and it up Feldman, a jazz. That was her catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> I watched like every season of Drop Dead Diva. I was so fucking into it. I, I remember I was like sick or something. Yeah. I, I was like deliriously sick and I watched all of it. In like three days, <laughs> and I was like so into it because like Ben Feldman was the guardian angel. Okay. For it, and he uh, he was only in it for like two seasons, and I cried when he left. Um, <laughs> like you do. Like you do. Um, and then somebody else came back, and it wasn't the same. But like it was amazing. I enjoyed it. I will not watch it again because I know it wasn't actually amazing. <laughs> Yeah, there's but lots of stuff like that. For me. I'm just like, <laughs> I I really liked watching it, but I'm never gonna watch it again. Exactly, because I was like, I want to remember that moment of me being deliriously sick, like rolled up in a sleeping bag, yeah. just like hitting play on every single episode of Drop Dead Diva, being like, <laughs> yes, 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 keeps them coming. <laughs> um, oh, okay. So anyway, Ted Mosby. Ted Mosby is definitely Ross. I mean, he's the Ross of Yeah, he's already Ross. There's no, like, even, like, nobody could be Ross. No, like, Ted Mosby is what Ross intends to be in the future. When he looks, when he he walks in that Star Wars forest and the Darth Vader's head rolls and it busts open, it's got Ted Mosby's face in it. Uh, and then there is a worse character on that show somehow. Yeah. Barney is worse than Ted because he's, he's a rapist and like just a bad person. And then we're supposed to like him because he's played by a gay actor. Yeah. Like, that's supposed to be the whole joke, like the whole time. Well, it really is just that they said pretty much what it seems like is they watched Held and Kumar goes to White Castle and like, what if that... <laughs> What if that, but an entire show, like, and it's, yeah, it was, was, was Harold and Kumar first? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that's funny. I think that's where he got, like, that's where he kind of got back into the, uh, so in Harold and Kumar, I guess I only, I only saw that show after I'd already seen How I Met Your Mother or that movie. So that, they brought that character back just as Doogie Hauser, like they were like, this is yeah. funny because this is grown up Doogie This Hauser. is funny because isn't it funny that he's, this is like this wholesome 
That's show funny. character is doing all these obscene that, things. That joke doesn't play anymore at all. Right. Because I watched it already knowing what I know now. Right. So, like, that's, yeah, that's funny because, like, going back, you're just like, oh, God, Neil Patrick Harrison's something again. Right. He's so, doing that thing he does. But, like, that's that, that was, was the his first start of it. Time. I'm pretty sure that's why he got this role. That's funny. Um, which he's just a fucking garbage human in every respect he's a bad person and then we're supposed to feel sorry for him enough when like robin doesn't want to be with him yeah and then it's just kind of like oh come on robin just like be with him for no reason yeah. at all, even though he sucks and has no, shown no like character growth at all and robin like, had to date ted mosby and barney stinson and then had to marry ted no i don't think she got a fun boyfriend in that whole show I think she got to date her own husband for a while, didn't she? Oh, yeah, that dude from SNL. I love him. I love Terry Killam. I wish I was married to Terry Killam. Yeah, you sure do. And now I will fight Robin Trubotsky. (laughs) She will win. Whatever Um, her real name is. What is her name? Kobe Schmolders. Kobe Schmolders. Schmolders. I think that they're... I love... um, I don't know. I think that they're pretty private in their relationship. But I do love the... um, there's a video that Garfunkel Notes does. It's called Present Face. Uh-huh. And they're at the very beginning where he's like giving her a gift and she's like shaking it. And she goes, oh, it's making good noises. And she opens it and it's a knife. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that weird Garfunkel Notes show? No. I watched the whole thing and it's like really goofy and like Flight of the Concords at first and then it becomes like super serious and huh. I guess I do vaguely remember it being on I did watch one. Yeah. Because there's like a whole thing where like a a guy made it like she's like hooked up with a guy and then he like made a whole set of her of their like encounter or something. Huh. It's been a while since I've seen it. I remember that stood out to me for some reason. Yeah. But yeah, like she Yeah. That was I remember. Yeah, I remember that being a show. Mm-hmm. I remember that episode. Yeah, I think that was probably the pilot because I don't think I watched more. <laughs> it's just kind of weird. It took a it took a turn. Okay. Um. All right. Anyway, so we have who? Go ahead and read us your first candidate. Okay. So my first candidate. Who? Okay. This man is probably just as shallow as Ross. Okay. But probably more. He's more likable. Okay. So he's he's shallow, but he's likable, and he's the main character on this show. And he's not the worst. He's not the worst character on this show. Okay. As a as a relationship person, so my show is just shoot me, and I did not pick David Spade. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So David Spade is probably on that show is probably worse than Ross. Yeah, he's yeah. shallow and he's awful. He's just awful. He's just waiting for models to come in. Right. But the other person that's waiting for models to come in before he gets with the main girl is Elliot. Right. So Elliot's pretty shallow and like he he sleeps with all those models before mm-hmm. Mia. Or is that her name, Mia? Mia. Yeah. yeah. Um. So like before Mia, like before he gets in a relationship with Mia, he's a pretty awful, shallow character, and he's pretty Ross-like. But he's better than Ross. Okay, I get that. Is is uh, Ross tears? He's definitely so. We could let's do it this way. How about okay? We'll do it like a competition. So we need to find first off a character to knock off Ross. Yeah. 
Right, and then we'll keep going, and then we'll see. Oh, we'll I knock like off each character knock until off. there's one that can't be so knocked you have to off. Knock off. Elliot, okay. Um, so Elliot, okay, he's more sensitive than Ross. Mm-hmm. He's more trusting than Ross. I think that he's more. I, I think that he he was more um, happy about Mia's career than Ross would be about Rachel's career. So mm-hmm. I think that he would be more supportive of Rachel. I think that he would be. I think that he would just be happy to... I think he would be happy with who Rachel is as a person. They're in similar fields, uh, sort of, fashion models, fashion photographer. And photographer, and, yeah. uh, but he, he does specifically for models, so it would be kind of like go hand in hand because she's creating the fashion. Yeah. They're modeling it. And I feel like he was trustworthy once he was in a relationship. Did they? So I feel like when, when, when he was like single, he was sleeping with all sure. the models. But I think once he was once he had his sights on Mia, he was all about Mia. Mm-hmm. And I think that he would be all about Rachel. That's a that's a weird dynamic though, being a photographer hitting on the models though, right? Like you're already I, kind of putting creepy. them in a position like, of <laughs> when I was rewatching Just Shoot Me, I did not like Elliot at all. Yeah. I was like, I don't like him because he's creepy as fuck. Because like like you said, like it would be the models coming in and he would be like Oh, I'm going to tell her I'm going to get her photos taken. And I'm like, that's fucking yeah. shit. Like, that's the thing. It's kind of like, that's the thing you read about now that these dudes are doing. And you're like, this is how they started it. Or like, yeah, like this is where people started raising concerns that they did that kind of stuff. And but it's funny that those were the kind of jokes that were just supposed to be funny in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And then like, but as... It's funny to think of him as a bad guy because now I think of him as Veronica Mars's dad. I know that's funny. So yeah. it's like Veronica Veronica Mars's dad is not a bad man. Uh, also, so it's like he he probably made some jokes in the nineties, but okay, he grew out of it. <laughs> um, he uh, he's got a lot of confidence for a bald man. He does, and he's a good-looking bald man. That's the thing. I don't, yeah, there's nothing wrong with a man being bald, and I think that that's why. I think that he just owns it. Exactly. And he knows that he yeah. can. And he knows that he's still attractive. I think that there's like George Costanza's of the world that I think about it all the time. Right. And they think, and then I think the George Costanza's are like, oh no, a girl like Marissa Tomei could like me. And then they get they creepy about it. that. Yeah, they, yeah, they screw and it up. And then he screwed that up. But it's like, no, but no woman is just kind of like, he's bald, I don't like him. I don't right. think there's... I can't say no woman, but I think that there's very few women that will count someone out for being bald. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to say that for Elliot. <laughs> you, you know what? You don't, you have to think about him being bald. You How do, about that? Because, yeah, like he's, he's confident. He's just right. like, he's Elliot. Nobody's like that bald guy. Right. Because he has too much other stuff going on for him. He's kind of got that, uh, like David Cross kind of has that same thing where he's not like, he's not the bald comedian. Yeah. You never think about him being bald. He just is bald. And it's funny too because like you're just kind of like even when he when he's on Mr. Show whenever he would have like a scene where he had hair, you're like, "Oh my god, he is cute with hair." Yeah. But that doesn't make you be like, "Oh, he's ugly now that he's got Right like, now his hair's hair. go- Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the man I signed up for. <laughs> But you're just kind of like, oh, now I can see, like, he is an attractive guy. Right. Like, 
And if you had a full head of hair, you're like, oh, wow, yeah, mm-hmm. that's just a guy. It's just a regular that's guy, not a freak. A re- <laughs> not a monster. <laughs> not a bald piece of garbage. I was looking at a bald piece of garbage, and now I realize he has value. Uh, Aren't I a gym? <laughs> Can we pause for a second and get another drink? We're going to pause for a second. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> That's Ross for you. <laughs> so right now, the best option has been uh, <laughs> Elliot, who we have... both agreed is <laughs> sort of... <laughs> I guess now we changed our concept, and now Elliot's probably going to beat out a lot of people. Oh, okay, because we're we're more trying to find... Now we're trying to... Aren't we trying to beat out the, the next person? So now we went from Ross to Elliot. Right, now we're trying to beat Elliot. Yeah. So he won't stay up there for very long, presumably, depending on how our lists go. I guess. Um, oh, man. I'm going to do a, a pretty safe one. And I think this is going to easily beat out Elliot. Oh. And I probably, because I think oh. he's also on your list. Okay. And that's uh, Dave from News Radio. No, he's not on my list, but, but you're right. Yeah, because I figured. beat out Elliot. <laughs> He he doesn't have the same issues uh, there. It's another workplace thing. He seems like he's he he respects. Uh, uh, what is her name? What's the uh, <laughs> love interest name at News Radio? Fuck! I watch News Radio all the time. Like I know I, you you threw me straight into the wind. <laughs> Why can I only think of all the awful people's names? Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah. Andy Dick. Andy Dick. Her name's Mora in real life. Yeah. Why can't I think of her fucking name? Oh god. Well, while you're looking it up, I'll I'll keep. So Dave is, um, I guess he so he's nerdy, right? Yeah. He's he's very serious about his job. He's he's very self serious as well. Lisa. Um, I don't think him him dating. So he has a an office relationship, but it's it's nothing that feels predatory or anything they're pretty yeah, much they kind both... of fell into it it wasn't like yeah a, um sh- she wasn't sucking up to him and he wasn't trying to slum down right she was she's kind of the one who expected to get his job he's new at the radio station yeah she thought she was going to get the position of station manager he gets it um and they kind of have like a weird frictiony relationship mm-hmm. to begin with and that kind of turned into a relationship later right um <clears throat> Dave Foley's just fantastically entertaining. I don't know now my uh wife and I were talking about this earlier too as far as fitting a fit, right? Because I wanted to talk about that too. We didn't talk about that with Elliot. How do you think if if Ross <laughs> if we're either recasting Ross or Ross is gone and this is the new Ross, I don't know how well he'd fit into this the world of friends. You're saying, yeah, Dave Foley does not fit into right. friends. He's yeah. not, <laughs> it's actually kind of really funny to think about them, like all sitting on the couch and then just like cutting to Dave, like on the other side going, yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it's a pretty good Dave Foley impression. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't think he fits in at all. He feels a lot, older he'd, than them he'd have nothing to say to the friends characters honestly yeah i don't think i don't think he fits with rachel I yeah i guess in that sense he doesn't he, he i feel like if he dated someone to be monica 
Um, Monica, yeah. And I think that Elliot probably fits in the world a little bit better. He feels like an early, like, Rachel or Monica love interest that lasts maybe an episode or two or drops off pretty quickly. Because he has one-liners. He has one-liners. Dave doesn't really have one-liners. He has more, like, stories. Right. So it's more like... Sometimes he does have like little one-liners, but it's more like sarcastic. Mm-hmm. If he was going to replace anybody, it would be Chandler. He wouldn't replace. He would be a Chandler. Ross. Yeah. So he has more like. I don't know what I do about that, and then you're like cut to the other people. It's right. Not like a. He doesn't hold the room in that world. He doesn't news radio, but he doesn't hold the world. He doesn't hold it in Friends. Right. He wouldn't. He wouldn't fill the Ross. And him and Rachel, I just don't, right from the start, I don't feel chemistry there. Because, like, yeah, he, he'd he have nothing to say about the fashion. There's, there, there's nothing. But he would be nice about it, probably, but he would be disinterested. Yeah. He would try to, he would try to talk about it and realize that he didn't and then try to find someone like Lisa. Right. That is very true. He would be searching for a Lisa. Yeah. He would never be He'd con- be yeah, he'd be dating a Rachel searching for a Lisa. Right. Beautiful. <laughs> I like that. Okay. So we're just just because we don't think he'd fit in well, we'd say Elliot probably still beats out. Elliot Dave. still beats out cuz yeah, Elliot's the photographer. He fits into her world. And it's believable them as a in a relationship. I, I like that. I just don't think it's I don't I don't think Dave and Rachel are believable as a couple. I think that they're two people that probably date until they both find somebody that looks yeah. better. They might them. date. They'd get along fine. Yeah. No, it would be you know they wouldn't object to him, but it's like. But there's no one that's like I ship Dave and Rachel. Right. Nobody would do that. No one. No one ships Dave. And no Rachel. one ships. If Dave you're listening, and you ship Dave and Rachel. If you fuck had a you. Dave and Rachel fan website, <laughs> the year 1997. What a, what a little niche corner. <laughs> <laughs> well, someday news radio is gonna. They're both NBC shows, I think. No crossover. Yeah. If I can see. remember correctly. <laughs> During the time these are airing, which I'm supposed to be in. Um. All right, what's your next one? So I show what well, I mean. Mine's at the same. We kind of we changed the concept from when we started. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I chose Frasier from Frasier, right? Because I mean, just like show, yeah. he, he's on your list, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be Niles for sure. Because Niles has only Daphne on the brain, right? Not gonna, not gonna even look Rachel's direction, right? Not, not a chance. <laughs> uh, Martin is just thinking of Rachel as a daughter. Frazier's the only one that's like, hello. Right. Come into my room and see my awards. Now, wow. Uh, okay. Oh, uh. That's my Rachel. I didn't want to keep going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I, like, I like your awards and your brandy. <laughs> or sherry. Whatever the hell you drink. Um, but anyway, Ro- um, Ross and Frazier both are very self-important. They right. both are... Buy nice things for their house to make them look good to the opposite sex. True. So it's more like, um, so they're both going to be like, she's going to notice my tiny sculpture that I put at the side right. of the door. Like, that's what they both think. Right. I feel like Ross would think that way, and I feel like Frazier thinks that way. I feel like Ross would go to someone like Frazier 
for advice. Oh, yeah. He would see him as like the big brother, like the guiding light. And he, the... he would see Frazier and be like, I got to be like that guy to get the ladies. Even right. Frazier is also not getting the ladies. Exactly. They're both on the same, <laughs> li- but they still like, he still, it's like the, the ladies man. They, or like the, um, what are those things? Those sites where they show you how to hook up, oh, hook yeah. up artists. Where those guys, those guys are losers. They don't actually get any girls, but the other guys are convinced. I would, uh, it's so funny, because I would watch this episode, whatever crossover this is, yeah. where Ross is like, <laughs> so excited to meet Frasier because he wants to like learn how to meet girls. Yeah, he's convinced that <laughs> Frasier's this really suave, sophisticated, which he is, but it's like, he's, but he's like, not at the same time, right, he, he keeps meeting all these women and ruining it. Yeah, he blows it like in similar ways that Ross does. Come, Ross, let me show you. <laughs> They're both awful. That's so funny. Yeah, I don't know if that's a step up. Also, it's not from Elliot. I mean, that we've set a weird bar. Even though Elliot's not a bar, it's like if it's we so were, weird if that we're picking Ross characters, we've set a weird bar. Yeah, I know it's funny because it's like it's also funny to even think about Fraser like hanging out with Chandler and Joey. <laughs> but it would be so funny because like I felt like it, it would probably be like that episode where they have Richard. Yeah, um, yeah. Like they're they they're hanging out with Richard the whole day, and Richard thinks they're all having fun. Then they're like, "You're so much cooler than our dads." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like that would be the same dynamic with Fraser. with Ross, Ross and Fraser. Though. Yeah, it would be like they're hanging out, and he'd be like, "Oh, you're just like my dad." But he'd be like Fraser, would be the guy that set the Knicks game going. Just a couple of pros here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> A three-pointer, I dare say that's the best kind of pointer. (laughs) If I do say so myself, these boys haven't in the bag. It's so funny how great Kelsey Grammer is and how much he sucks. I know how unfortunate of a human he is otherwise. Because he's like, there's, as Sideshow Bob's probably one of my all-time favorite Mm -hmm. Simpsons Mm -hmm. characters, it's just the way he talks and the way he delivers lines is amazing. Yeah. And like as Frasier, just hearing, like, I can just hear him like, <laughs> like they would probably be like leaving the stadium and like the tiniest thing would go wrong and he'd be like freaking out. I love a good freak out actor. Right. Like I love Dennis from It's Always Sunny. He's perfect at mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. freaking out just to the the right level where it's like it's believable. Yeah, it but doesn't get obnoxious. Like, this is like, so funny, yeah. but it's like believable that this man would be this <laughs> right. upset about this. Yeah, because I always think about that episode where um, he Fraser calls. I forget. He's in like a parking garage. And he like calls the thing and he goes, when somebody tells you that they're going to be available from three to five. (laughs) And it's just like, that's the best. Like, it's like, I would listen to that guy yell. Yeah. It's not annoying to me. Right. If this guy came in to my workplace and started yelling at me, I'd be like, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. It would (laughs) be like, this guy's screaming at me. It would be like, this is incredible. Because he's like so mad, but at the same time, he's not threatening I know, it's just, like, his performances, all of them are insane, <laughs> and, like, they're so big, but they're so, like, perfect for the situation. Yeah. Like, the fact that he nails The Simpsons is, it's, like, insane. Like, no other guest actor, like, there's been good 
guest stars, but nobody's come in and just been like invented a character that's so good that it's just part of the Simpsons yeah. universe. Like he's, he's not a guest star anymore. He's part. He's in. The, yeah. Yeah, and the, just the, I, I obviously I can't do it, but just the uh, yeah, <laughs> like the when he's stepping on the rakes when he's doing the foot rubs to Selma, like it's just. That noise is incredible. I know. He nails it. Like, he's just the, the, he's the best. It's so good. And yeah, you're right. But he, it's fun too, because he sucks as a person in the best way too, where you can sort of just be like, ah, who cares? He's just a guy like, that does a bunch of cocaine and stuff. He, he's not out there. Like, he's a Republican. He does like, uh, yeah, he, he does a bunch of drugs. He seems like he's probably not fun to be around. Maybe, I don't know. But like, he's like... It just seems like, eh, I, I don't know. He's not the kind of to. Republican that, like, is making any kind of change or <laughs> yeah, difference. He, it's just kind of like, I voted for Mitt Romney, and you're like, fine. Yeah, like, he's not a Trump Republican. <laughs> he's just like, oh, okay, I guess. <laughs> like, why did you do that? I don't understand, but, like, you're just a rich guy, yeah. you know? Like, you, you, it's he's not just, like out making changes. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't care. He's a guy who's literally just like, it's about the taxes. Yeah. Like, it's that I kind of thing. I'm a rich son of a bitch. We know it from Frasier. Like, <laughs> I, I earned this money. That kind of thing. Like, he doesn't care about any other social issues or anything. It's no. Like, well, I don't know. I don't want I, to say that. But that's the impression that I've gotten from. And it's, I don't know. I, I love Frasier so much. Yeah, it's fantastic. And it is... Uh, but I mean, now that we're doing now that we're doing the show this way, I don't I don't think Fraser can hold on to Rachel. I think that he probably met her at like an event, hit on her, mm-hmm. and she turned him down. I don't think I don't think Rachel for a second would go home with Fraser. No, I can't see that. And it, it would be maybe it would be a thing where where Rachel's like trying to be seem more sophisticated or I like trying to get into a different world, and then it just doesn't fit at all. Like, I don't really see that working out at all. It just feels like a thing where it's she like... She would never... Oh, okay. It would never go into a relationship. I feel like it would probably be one date, and I think that mm-hmm. it would probably just be like a funny episode where they're not clicking. Right. And she's trying to be funny, and he's trying to be sophisticated. Just kind of like... I think like later Friends episodes where it's supposed to be where Ross is dating the other scientist, the Aisha Taylor mm-hmm. woman. And then she's Charlie. She's really smart, and it's supposed right. to, like supposed to make Rachel look dumber. And then we're supposed to be like, "Oh, Rachel's supposed to be with Joey because they both make the walrus things." With oh the yeah. Things. And it's kind of like I think that would be the the thing with Fraser too. Is like I feel like Rachel would keep doing weird things, and he'd be like, "Quite." Yeah. Mm, not now, Rachel. Yeah. Just gonna, it would be it would be how he treats Daphne. Now is not the time or the place. Like, yeah, like, Frasier and Daphne never never right. go together personally, but they're fun characters to have together. Right. they're not a relationship character because Daphne is more like a whimsical... Uh, she fits with Niles because Niles mm-hmm. is... A, Niles is nerdy, but he's so infatuated with mm-hmm. Daphne's, like, the way Daphne is, and he, like, so loves that, mm-hmm. that that works. But right. Frasier doesn't love that it's not it's like Frasier would ha- be like want to change her or right, want right. to make her better he'd want to make her more sophisticated he would want to mold her in his yeah. own world Niles yeah. has no interest in turning Daphne into a sophisticated woman right 
Niles wants Daphne to be Daphne, and then he wants to mold their worlds together. Right, right, right. I feel like yeah, Niles is Niles is a great character. Niles is a great Niles would be a better choice for. No, no, I don't know. No, Niles only goes with Daphne. Right, right. Yeah, Fraser is more of a Ross. Yeah, (laughs) you can't. Yeah, Niles is not Ross at all. Yeah, Niles. Niles is a nerd, and Niles has all the. He has all the same interests as Fraser, but he doesn't have the same push to. Like, like I said, he he would never want to change anybody else to be him. He's kind of embarrassed that he's the way he is. Right. He is naturally the way he is, and he's going to keep being the way he is. Right. But he's not like, I'm the right way. He's more like, I'm this way, this but I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. And Frasier is like, I'm this way, and you should be too. Yeah. So, like, I think the way that he's like, I'm this way, and I'm sorry, is like, that's why he, I think that's why Daphne appeals so much to him. Because I think he wants to be more like Daphne, mm-hmm. but can't. But he likes that. When they're together, he feels like he could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, it's kind of like, oh, I'm not, I'm not this person at all. But Daphne's so like out there and different, and she is inclusive with me anyway. So she brings him into that world, mm-hmm. even though, like, she's not trying to change him either. Mm-hmm. But like, she brings him into her world with no problem. They go, they go into each other's yeah. worlds, and it's not like any any of them feel dumb she doesn't feel dumb for yeah, not yeah. knowing what all his weird shit is and he doesn't feel dumb for not like being down to earth and all that right yeah he fits into that really well it's 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 pretty great how they did those characters yeah also. yeah for sure and that's why it's like the them getting together was sort of like the climax of the whole show it's like yeah it was still fine afterwards but it was like what what are we watching this for well i think it was the only will they want they were i was like Come you on. just hurry the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I need this to happen because she, like, she was about to marry. I think it was Don Donnie, the yeah, lawyer. Yeah, the lawyer. Um, and I like I like Donnie a lot, but I'm just kind of like you. you yeah, get, get with Niles right now, you yeah. son of a bitch. That was a weird choice for him, like the person to kind of stand in the middle yeah, there. Yeah, he made him so likable. Yeah, because he was such a nice guy. <laughs> and he backed down so gracefully, too. Yeah. Well, he did sue her. He sued he? at first, and then he was like, eh. And then I he think, stopped. Yeah. Yeah, I think he sued her for, like, emotional turmoil or something. And yeah. And realized he was being an asshole. But, like, yeah, he was so, like, he was such a good guy to her the whole time. You were rooting for Donnie, too. Yeah. You felt bad for Niles because Donnie was such a good guy that you were like, oh, I can't believe this is happening to Niles. Right. Of course she likes Donnie because Donnie's great. Yeah, Donnie's cool and and nice and... uh, And he fit well with Daphne Yeah, he's not like a pompous guy, but he has a good job. Yeah, he was was a lawyer, but he wasn't like an asshole lawyer. Right. He got along with uh, Martin and... Yeah. Um... Because I think that was the whole big deal of the show is like he was supposed to be like this big lawyer and then because uh, Frazier hired him right, Frazier hired him for no, something. No, 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 no. Niles hired him. Oh yeah. To be the divorce lawyer between him and yeah, because he was supposed to be like the shark guy. Yeah. And then he real again. Like, then he went to see him and he was like all like he was like leaking sandwich all over. Yeah, his shirt yeah, or something. yeah. He had mustard. And on he was his like, face. oh, I can't believe you're my lawyer. And then he get, gets on the phone. Bam. 
gets, he gets it. the shit done. Yeah. yeah. And then we're like, this is what a lawyer is. Yeah, this guy's a lawyer. This That's when we learned what a lawyer was. <laughs> About fucking time. <laughs> Before that, me and you always had questions. <laughs> Wait, I don't understand. Oh, okay, okay. Have we ever met one? No. <laughs> but we have seen Donnie. <laughs> we know Donnie. <laughs> and we are totally behind him 100% until he got in the way of Niles. Even though my wife works with him all the time. I, I you're right. Don't. Yeah, you're, yeah, your wife's a paralegal. I've met them. I've met these lawyers. <laughs> forgettable. <laughs> all forgettable. They <laughs> never had... I walked in and they all had mustard on their faces. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. They all do the same dynamic at the same time. Yeah. We, you thought we were all scary lawyers, but we all have mustard on our shirts. <laughs> That'd be a funny. Yeah, it was just like every lawyer goes to time. It's the same exact, <laughs> same exact character. <laughs> but it turns out I'm a badass once I'm on the phone. <laughs> Even though I have mustard, I got mustard, and I changed my clothes in the uh, (laughs) office. Um, well, I I took my shirt off in front of Niles. Not Niles. I'm looking at this list, and I'm a little concerned. (laughs) No one's gonna beat Elliot, are they? It's gonna be Elliot and Rachel, and we're gonna have to answer. (laughs) We're just gonna have to go ahead and deal with it. I think. I might have someone that beats give it. Give me one of yours, because I'm, okay. I'm concerned here. Well, I don't think that you watch the show. Okay. Do you, okay, I'm going to give you two shows Okay. that okay. would have equally good people that I think could beat Elliot, but tell me which show you know more. Do you know Happy Endings better or New Girl? Uh, I've watched more episodes of New Girl. Okay. Uh, okay. So there was a tie with New Girl. Because I think two men on that show have qualities of Ross, even though I think they're both way better than Ross. Okay. But I do I do think Schmidt probably has more qualities of Ross, but Winston definitely has qualities of Ross as well. Okay. I do th- I do think that Nick Miller has zero qualities of Ross. <laughs> I uh, he's a, he's like a eccentric <laughs> and like he's sort of like Nick Miller. Yeah, I feel like... Nick Miller is probably every woman's dream man. (laughs) You make these claims. (laughs) I take what I think personally. Yeah, I decide that all women decide this. I think that... So, from what I knew at the show, let me just say, I think that Schmitty is just a horrible character. I disagree that Schmidt is a horrible character. Is it Schmidt? It's they don't Schmidt. call him Schmitty. They do sometimes, but his name's Schmidt. Okay. Um, well his last name's Schmidt. Um, but like, um, I like Schmidt because I feel like he he's not he's kind of a douche, mm-hmm. but he owns up to it. And also he falls in love with Cece. Mm-hmm. And he's all about Cece. Like he he's supposed to be like this player guy that's supposed to be like mm-hmm. this bro guy. But, like, he sets his mind to Cece, and then his whole world is making her happy. Mm. And his whole world is 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 literally building her dream. Mm-hmm. And her dream is to, like, once she figures it out, this is later on in the season, but they get together pretty early on. And then later on in the season, she becomes a an agent for models. Because okay. she is a model when they get together. She leaves modeling, mm-hmm. and his his issues that kind of fit into Ross is he got super jealous because mm. she was doing her job as a model, 
and she's like all up on a male model. Mm-hmm. And he got super jealous watching that. And he, and she had to be like, this is my job. This is what I do. Mm-hmm. But then like later, she becomes an agent for models. He like builds her whole studio for like he is behind her 100%. Like and then Cece's kind of a similar character character to Rachel where she's like different than him. It's supposed it, the, like the joke's supposed to be like he's a Republican and she's a Democrat mm-hmm. kind of thing. Where like she she has like all these different ideals, but like he's behind her 100%. And I feel like he'd be behind Rachel 100% as well. That's what I didn't like about that character. I don't like that it was like He's, like, got an off-putting personality, and he's supposed to be, like, a, a Republican. And, like, anybody under the age of 75 that's still a Republican shouldn't exist. What was funny to me about how they did Schmidt, though, that I didn't really mind, is that the episode where Cece and Jess are supposed to be campaigning for Hillary. Um, so he his big thing is that he's behind Paul Ryan. And he's, oh behind Paul, he's behind Paul Ryan because all of finance issues. But I think it's funny because, like, he got, in, like, he got into the, the Hillary office when, they, like, they were campaigning. Yeah. And then, like, she put, like, at, as soon as he walked in looking for Cece, they put him to work. And so, like, he just started doing work for the Hillary campaign no matter what just because he was, like, so into just doing, like, all, like, the... Mm-hmm. All the little jobs. Like the he like loved stuffing stuff. envelopes yeah. with stuff, and he like loved doing like the, the cold calls. Yeah, and so like he just started working for the Hillary campaign, but then he was like, I don't, I don't know. I thought that was funny. I don't. I liked that. I guess that was back when it wasn't too like. It, yeah, the divide wasn't so strong. Where yeah, it was like you're an awful person if you're over here, and you're like decent if you're over here. Right. It was more like a. Okay, there are people that are Republicans that aren't terrible people. Yeah, I yeah, I don't even want to say I get I mean, it's whatever. I just don't like that. Like I think Trump kind of ruined that for everybody. It did. It <laughs> definitely did. It kind of opened everybody's eyes to that. And then it's just kind of like it's also just kind of gross to see like how much Hillary was pushing for that stuff. Like she was like she was in Broad City, and it's just oh like my God. especially now going back, it's like oh my God, it's she's so such gross. a tryhard and like. Her Pokemon go to the polls shit and just I don't know why they pushed her so fucking hard. She was never gonna win. And it, I just hate we don't have to talk politics yeah. stuff. We're, in fact, never again. Never again. I just don't. I guess it's mixed with. I'm trying to think of a good character that's supposed to be represented as like a Republican, even if it's like like I guess well, Martin is, but like at least I, you get that because Martin is like. He's kind of set in his ways. He's kind of got the army it's... background too, and I think that's hard to shake. Right? Has he got an army background? I thought he did. Did he? Does he not? I think he's just a police background. Which... Okay. Well, maybe maybe that's where I got confused. But it's like I, th- I guess I thought he was in the army, but I don't remember. But like, he very well um... could have been. I don't know. I just think they would have made him be injured in the, the war. Then you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, once again. But it's like, sorry. that's more believable. We all have parents like that. We all know people like that. But I, it just creeps me out. It creeps me out when any young person is supposed to be a I totally agree. I like. I don't know. Like, I, I like Schmidt as a character, but I feel like at, if, if I was Cece, mm-hmm. I don't think I would... I don't think I think that would be a deal breaker for me. The Republicanness of Schmidt. I just can't imagine 
It's, I don't think even back then I can't imagine being like, oh well, she's a Republican. You know, like it's funny how much you hear that in relationships where like they'll be like, oh, he makes fun of me for voting this way, and I'm like, I would never, yeah, absolutely never want to be in a relationship with someone that was that far different of my ideals right. that they were voting like a completely different way from me. That just tells me you don't actually have conversations with yeah. each other because. It's really difficult to not have conversations that don't somewhat revolve around some aspect of politics. Exactly. That I can't imagine. Well, it's also funny. I, I think that people look for different things in, in relationships. But it's funny when you think about people that only care about like the, the physical relationships with somebody. Mm-hmm. So like that does become pretty clear when it becomes politics related right that that's all that's counting to somebody because to me i'm i mostly care about personal relationship before right so it's like i care about like liking somebody as a person right and wanting to hang out with them and actually getting along before i care about anything else and so it's funny to me to that someone it and it it makes sense i mean everyone has opposite ways that they look into relationships Mm -hmm. but it's so weird to me that someone would be like i like this person because i like them in this way and i don't really care who they are as a person other than that right it's like you would marry a person on that it's like it's so bizarre to me yeah that but people do it every day that's it's like it it just uh, it would have to bleed into everything as far as like you can't even say well we like the same movies it's it's like well what did you take what did you think the message of that movie was exactly like that's the thing it's like because it's all sort of somewhat based in that you have to spend all your time with this person right so it's like either you you don't spend any time together other than because it's it's like that trope where it's like oh the old ball and chains back home yeah I'm like, I would never want to be referred to that way yeah or refer to someone that way yeah so it's like I I would only want to be with somebody if I like actually liked everything about them yeah so it's it's it's, in, it's insane to me that anyone would marry somebody right. and then like put like a sign in their yard that like she's an idiot but I'm smart yeah I'm the smart one <laughs> it's just those those relationships where you know it just turns into just well Don's in the garage yeah and they'll like begrudgingly claim, climb into the same bed at the end of the day and then that's the, <laughs> I don't know whatever I just hate that and I like I kind of forgot that aspect of Schmidt I knew there's a reason that like I just hate it because I I hate that kind of person. I know I mean I personally wouldn't date yeah. Schmidt, but I think that he has Ross qualities, and I think that he is better than Ross because of how much he backs Cece as a person. So I think that he, at the very least, it seems to me sort even of like with the political differences, mm-hmm. I feel like he does respect Cece. You think it's respect though, because it feels it's just what you described. It sounds more he's like idolizes her and like. Then it yeah. even feels like with this, their modeling thing, it's like, okay, she's doing something that's not modeling, so I can put all of my support into building that so she doesn't do the thing I don't like anymore. It is. It's kind of funny to think. I was like, if she wasn't a model and she wasn't super hot, would he be interested right. in her as a person? Right. You're right. I don't know. But the, but the other person that has Ross qualities is Winston. Not like to a smaller degree, where it's kind of like he's supposed to be like the dork, mm-hmm. but then he's got he's supposed to be like the the f- kind of like the funny quality. So like it's kind of like like the humor is 
derive mostly because he's sort of like he's kooky. Set. Well, it's funny because it doesn't really it doesn't really work. I love New Girl, but like it doesn't really work that Winston's supposed to be like the sad one mm-hmm. because he he's a good looking guy. So it's like I don't think that he has any issue finding dates. I don't think that Winston is like going out there not finding dates. That is, it's weird that they kind of just decided that yeah. that's what his character was. There's kind of like, this guy got a out. cat, and yeah. so now he's fucking sad, and now no one won't, no woman will date him. Right. And it's like, but why? Because if if Winston went out to a bar, women would be interested. Yeah, and it's like they're all the same. Like, they're all in the same situation, right? They all live in that same place. Exactly. Nobody is, like, it's not like he's living in a crappy apartment and they all have, like, oh, we've all moved on and we're doing this. Or, like, it's like they all, relationship statuses are about the same. Mm. I think work is about the same. Yeah, because he, he became a police officer before yeah. that was a big thing. <laughs> to not be. Right before. <laughs> before we all learned <laughs> in 2020 that cops were bad. <laughs> Well, it used to be like, especially with like Brooklyn yeah. Nine-Nine, it used to be like, okay, you could be a police officer and not immediately be an asshole. But like, that was like his supposed to be, like he was like a radio DJ. He was a basketball, he was a professional basketball mm-hmm. player first. And then he w- he because came back because he was done with his career there. Right. And then he became a radio DJ. He was a professional basketball player yeah. in the show? In he was show. an NBA player? He was an NBA. He played like across seas. Oh, okay. That's still, like, you have to be pretty good to do that. Yeah, so he was, that was his character. And then he, like, did that. And then I feel like they just kind of, like, leaned in. This was, like, later on, too. Because at first I felt like they kind of brought him in to be cool. Because, mm-hmm. okay, so, like, the whole way the show worked, because this, this wasn't, like, the way it was supposed to go. Because before... I can't think of the guy's name, but the guy that was in Happy Endings, that is in the Waylon family. I can't, I can't remember which Waylon he was, but he's in the Waylon family. <laughs> is he okay? I don't know. Okay, so like he, I forget. God, let me look. You can cut this part out. Isn't he? Damon Wayans Jr. Okay. So, um, he's the one that was in Happy Endings as well. So, he's, mm, mm-hmm. he was in the pilot of New Girl. And I think, like, the first mm-hmm. maybe three episodes. And so, but he got cast in Happy Endings. Mm-hmm. And he left New Girl. And then they brought in Winston mm-hmm. as a replacement. As, like, they were kind of like, oh, we had a black guy, now we <laughs> now need a we black need guy. A second one. So, like, they brought in Winston as, like, his replacement. Okay. And I feel like they wanted him to be, because uh, I feel like um, he was naturally the cool guy's coach. Right. He was the cool guy, like, automatically, because that was his personality trait. And then they kind of mm-hmm. tried to bring Winston as the cool guy, and so they gave him the background of being the NBA player. And I don't think he was NBA, but a professional freshies. basketball player. Professional basketball player. And they brought him in as the cool guy, but then they realized that it didn't really fit his, like, the way he acted or his mm-hmm. personality, so they kind of, like, gave him, like, a new route. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they kind of made him, like, the weird guy, and they gave him, like, all these nerdy qualities for no reason. And then they kind of brought that back in, and then they bring back in Coach, so okay. like, they're all together. But, like, and then I feel like they just kind of, like, double down, because they get him the cat, and they make him the cat guy. Mm-hmm. And then they just make him, they make him kind of stupid later, too. And I think they do that with Ross, too. 
where they kind of mm-hmm. make him like they just give him the rage. Yeah, like, it's like he's just mad about everything, right. and he's just like he's not a paleontologist that went to school. He's just like he's just the, he's not a professor anymore. Right. He's just like this weird dumb guy that can't figure out how to self tan. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I guess Ross does sort of slowly devolve into that sort of like. What are you looking at me like that for? I'm listening. <laughs> I thought it was because I scratched my nose. (laughs) (laughs) But he sort of devolved into that, like, (laughs) a nonsense character. They all did. Like, that happens in Friends, it happens in New Girl. It's very rare that doesn't happen. It's funny. Like, it's funny to see shows like It's Always Sunny where people can just keep living. Year right. after year, and, and Seinfeld, where it's like you don't even know what season you're on. But both of those shows, though, they were so exaggerated to begin with. That's true. That they didn't really have a place to go. Yeah. <laughs> like, like Charlie was pulling his teeth out in, like, season two, you know? Like, it's not like... <laughs> and it's easy, I think, for both those shows, it's easy to be like, these characters are awful people. Right. It's easy to be like... We have like we have nothing to prove here. Like we're just gonna keep living. Yeah. We're just gonna like you go, girl. <laughs> like it's, and then like it's yeah. But I think if if you're trying to keep characters grounded and like mm-hmm. liked, it's hard to not. It's hard to not just either put them in relationships like healthy relationships, mm-hmm. or just go off the deep end and just be insane. Mm-hmm. There's like no there's no middle ground because. What else do you do with people that are just good? Right. That's the thing. You have to start exaggerating them because it's just after a while. Because these shows probably shouldn't last this long. Exactly. Like, eventually it should be like, okay, we've kind of heard everything we need to hear from Ross. <laughs> like, goodbye. Like, but... For him to stay good. Right. It's like, right. who cares anymore? Because it's like, okay... It's it's kind of like a Sims family mm-hmm. where it gets boring after a while because you make your family, right? You want them to be good. You get them jobs, and then as soon as you have as one set of kids, you, right. you start drowning people in the pool. <laughs> For me, it's <laughs> always as soon as I put the mother load sheet in. I'll try. I'll go as far as I can in the game, and I have a good time. But then I do the mother load sheet, yeah. and I'm like, all right. This is just all hell's going to break loose now. Like. I just get, it gets to the point where like, I can't make people happy anymore. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Then fuck it. You're yeah. all going to die. And it does get <laughs> obnoxious after a while. It's like, you have everything. Yeah. You have this amazing house. You Especially have... the first Sims. Because remember the very first Sims mm-hmm. we play at our friend, uh, Lyndon and Avian's house. Um, they had the very first Sims that you would like log on. But those Sims, if you didn't keep them happy from mm-hmm, the get-go mm-hmm. and do everything perfectly, mm-hmm. they'd be too depressed to do anything. Yeah, you would have you'd have to take care of their every need yeah. immediately. Or but if you it. didn't and they got sad, there's no pulling yeah. yourself out of that because like they fix that in like the second and third Sims, I think, where it's like okay, we'll we're, we'll give you like if they go to the restroom, then you get that like, little those bar goes back. up. Yeah, but it got to the point in the first, the very first Sims. 
where they would they you would like forget to like let them go to the restroom and then suddenly they're like I'm not gonna play piano because I'm too fucking sad and then you're like then, <laughs> then what do I do to make you happy yeah there's nothing it's over <laughs> it's like how we learned how to like deal with people in our lives uh, <laughs> I think that then what do we do <laughs> that that first game is a horror game I think it a really lot of was. elements of it are like sort of like nightmarish um, but. I, you can't find it anywhere, I don't think. It's the hard very to, first sentence. Yeah, I don't think like you can even load it on the, the computer now, because mm-hmm. I think it was only for, like, Windows 95. <laughs> uh, man. Damn it. Uh, let's go back into this. So, what, what, so okay, who are so you we presenting had, here? I'm gonna um, so, is it Winston or Schmidt? But I think Schmidt is more Ross-like than Winston. Well, then, I have to say that <laughs> Elliot... I don't know. I think that Rachel would be charmed by Schmidt. I think in the same way that Cece is charmed by Schmidt, I think that Rachel... I think Rachel is similar enough to Cece. You you know what Schmidt is? is He's he's, uh, Ross Chandler Joey. He's pretty much all of them together, yeah. But he's so fashionable as well, where he's like so into his suits. Okay. That I think that he would be super interested in Rachel knowing all of that herself. Hmm. And then I think that he would also embrace the weirdness of Rachel, like he embraces the weirdness of Cece. Okay. I think that he would beat out Elliot. I think if she had to choose Hmm. between Elliot and Schmidt, I think she would choose Schmidt. I'm not saying I would choose Schmidt, I'm saying Rachel would choose Schmidt. Well, I'll leave this. You presented Elliot and Schmidt, so I'm going to let you make that call. Then okay. we'll put Schmidt in there for now, but hopefully we can knock him <laughs> off. <laughs> Where'd my list go? Oh. Um, oh. I think we should both each have one more, maybe, because we're running. It's, we're going quite a while. Yeah. Let me just read through what I have listed on here, and you tell me which one you want to do. Okay. These are kind of. I had different things. I was going for uh, trying to go for Ross or location based uh i had uh the guy from peep show uh mark the lead like the lead guy yeah because i thought he's like he's very he's very intellectual but he's kind of like a dick he a dick about it and it also makes him undesirable because he's such a pain in the ass about it and like he takes everything very seriously for the most part he treated his love interest well, sort of, not really. Um, it was more about his confidence than it was about anything with the woman in both instances, in the, both of the major relationships he had on that show. Um, I just think he's a... It would be funny to see him there. Like, I just think... It it's like, because Jez is like, he's not that far off of, of like a, a Chandler or Joey. Like, he'd get along with them. He's not like that much of a... a uh, like he's not such a nut, like a stuffy guy that he wouldn't be friends with these guys. He would still like him. He seems like he kind of likes to slum. He likes to watch movies. He would enjoy watching Die Hard with them. I'm sure he would enjoy watching all the. He they likes to watch all those movies. Um, he likes to just drink beer and eat his crisps, his three different kinds of crisps. <laughs> And like I, but at the same time, he's also very, he's, he's put together in a way at least that he's got like, he's got a good job, you know, he's like got ambitions and like, he's, 
again, seems to treat <laughs> the women fairly well on the show. But would Rachel date him? Uh, I think it would take some convincing. Okay. Uh, on... Do you see him together more than Rachel and Schmidt? Well, I don't know, because at least she would probably be settling. But, like, it would be like, it's like... He he would he would stay out of her business, <laughs> and <laughs> he would. That's what we want. <laughs> he would take care of things like they would have a comfortable life together, right? He'd stay out of my business. <laughs> he wouldn't be showing up places. I see what you. Mean. You know, he would complain. He would be over with. Joey and Chandler would be like, I bet she's doing this. But he wouldn't be over there saying that to her, you know? Like, he would be... <laughs> Listen, buddy, stay out of my business. <laughs> I see it. I don't think he beats out Schmidt, though. Uh, I think he's. it would be more fun to be on that I show. I think that he would be more fun to be on the show. I agree with you there. But I think as far as Rachel picking a guy, I, th- I also think that Rachel doesn't have the best judgment. So I think that she could potentially pick Schmidt as a partner. But I could also see her convince herself that he's the safe choice, even though he's got a lot of his own problems. Yeah. And then he he would cause more problems. He would maybe leave her at the, uh, you know, leave her at the aisle and then regret it later and that kind of at shit. The aisle. Is that not the term? The altar. The altar. <laughs> <laughs> She's walking down the aisle to the altar. <laughs> he didn't even wait for me to get to the altar. He left me at the aisle. <laughs> he walked past her. Um, all right, let me just real quick read the rest of my list. Okay. So I had him. I, I actually like that one. The rest of these I don't like at all. So I had Murray from Fly of the Concords. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I, for a lot of the same reasons, he's very <laughs> self-serious, but it's he's he's a joke. Yeah. But he doesn't realize he's a joke. Okay. He's trying very hard. But, I mean, he would never date Rachel in a okay. million years. I had uh, Carlton from Fresh Prince. <laughs> a similar thing. <laughs> Robert from Everyone Loves Raymond. I did think about that. Yeah. But I didn't think Robert was sad enough to be Ross. He's so sad. Are you kidding me? Okay, he's sad. He might take the sad cake. That man is sad. (laughs) Okay, but I didn't think that... I didn't think he had the uh, appeal... Okay. I'm just picturing him coming in there and talking to Joey and Jim. <laughs> just like, oh, great. Robert's here. Yeah, well. He yeah, like, he is, okay, I agree. He's as sad as Ross. Mm. But, yeah, he doesn't have the ambition at all to not be sad. He's got ambition. <laughs> Listen, are you against Robert or for Robert? Because, like, you're throwing both... <laughs> I'm just saying, like, the the reasons you're trying to discount him are incorrect. Because he's very sad. He's got ambition. He's just not great at, like... He's a police officer, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of police officers in sitcoms. It's unfortunate. Um, But he, you know, he works on his career, eventually ends up with somebody. He's got a lot of hang-ups. I feel like he'd be someone that was, like, a side character for Rachel... 
where he'd like come in and be like, "Oh, I see, <laughs> leaving me for this guy. I understand." Yeah, he'd be someone that would like be dating. It would be like that John Lovitz episode where she had to go on a blind date with somebody that was awful, and then he had to understand why she went with somebody else. And that she would be like, "Oh, did you really think this was going well in front of him?" Okay, maybe a little too sad, but you have to agree, he's, he's sad. He is sad. I, but I just felt like he didn't really, he doesn't really, I don't think that he'd ever believe that he could date Rachel. I um, think that, I don't think that. No, I disagree. I think it's something where it's like, he, it would be a situation like, um, what's his face, that other fucking cop uh, who dated Phoebe. Who is just sort of like, he's wearing this uniform, and Rachel's very taken by that. That's and how they'd like, get on the date, but I think that's how far it would be. Yeah. They'd go on that one date, it would be awful because he's so fucking sad during it. <laughs> and he'd be like, he's like, Robert, I'm leaving. And he's like, okay. Just like Raymond, you're probably yeah. going to see Raymond. <laughs> it's because you met Raymond, isn't it? I understand. <laughs> You did like you, him better. Okay. Did you really think this was going well? <laughs> um, I, I, I'm just running through these. Okay. Um, Adam Scott from, from Party Down. Oh, okay. Party Down. Um, I just, I, I, I'm nothing against, I just think his Parks and Rec character is boring, and his Party Down character at least has some personality and seems like he's got a little bit more pizzazz. Um, he is a little sadder, too, even though uh, What's-His-Face from Parks and Rec is pretty sad. What's his character's name? Ben. Ben. I, um, I like Ben a lot. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that I had. Did you have. No personality. It's fine. Uh, I have uh, Bernard from Black Books. Did you ever watch Black Books? Okay. Yeah. And then I had my wild card, which was Ruxin, just because I thought it was funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Ruxin and Rachel? Not okay. bad. For whatever reason, I love Ruxin. Ruxin's great. I, We're talking about. I do real not quick. like Nick Kroll. Ruxin from the league. The okay, league. Like, yeah. But I freaking love Ruxin. That's what my wife said too. I have a, That's I how have, everybody is. I I think that he's the best man on the league. Yeah. I think that well, maybe I, Kevin, if, but... if I could date anyone on the league mm-hmm. out of that group of friends, it would be Ruxin. Because like he's. He's a good guy. Yeah. He's an asshole. He's sarcastic, but he's he's faithful to his wife. Mm-hmm. He loves his wife. He's kind of a dick about it, but he's not like I don't. He loves her. Right. He loves only her, and he's and not, like he loves who she is. Like he's also like yeah. I don't like, and he's he's kind of an asshole in the sense where like I don't know. He'll kind of like make fun of who she is as a person to his friends, but who's not, not really be, kind of though. Less so than the other characters. Less so than I'd the other say. characters for sure. But like he's more he he wants to please her more than yeah. he wants to please them. And I get the idea too that like her like. He makes it out that she's kind of demanding, but I get the picture more that he's like, I don't want to hang out with you guys all the time. Yeah. Like, that's kind of his excuse, because she lets him do, lets him, quote unquote, do a lot of stuff. I think that's more of an act on his part. I think so, too. He's got all the Ross qualities, but he plays them in a way that is like, deal with it in a a beautiful, like, he's not, yeah, he lets... uh, (laughs) 
I'm trying to make this sound like he doesn't like he's not overbearing on his wife. No, he doesn't care that she does her own thing. He's like they're very open about that. And he's also he's like curmudgeon, but he's sort of like just he's like, I don't give a shit. This is how I am. Yeah, you can't fucking phase him because you can't. And I I fucking love Ross. Yeah. Every time you try, and it's like, if, just imagine though, if Ross had the, because Ross has a lot of these qualities, right? He's he's sort of cantankerous in some aspects, not all the time, but he can be. He's like, he's very like, he's very. Um, Ruxin is also like has the lifestyle, you know. Mm-hmm. He's got certain things that he's like. You know, he, he he wants things a certain way, and he lives his life a certain way. And he but kind at the of, same time, he's kind of like. Um, but he's a, he like has a beer. He likes watching football. Yeah. He's like a normal guy. He can hang out with uh, Chandler and uh, Joey, no problem. And he's kind of got the Niles quality, where he's not trying to change his wife at the same yeah. time. Yeah, it's kind of like he he married who he married. And he knows who she is, and neither of them are trying to be different people. Yeah, which is great. And it's kind of funny in a show like The League, where it's 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 a shallow show. It's very shallow. It's not yeah. it's not a show that you watch that are like, oh, this is how relationships are. How they treat <laughs> his wife character at the end of the show is, is it's awful. horrible. The, and, and, and things that they say about his the, the them as a couple the, yeah. is awful too. Mm-hmm. But like their relationship, as if you're just kind of like looking at it from like certain episodes. Is pretty. It's a pretty good relationship. Yeah, like if you it's if in the league universe, the it's in a league good universe. <laughs> this is the best relationship there is. Yeah, uh, Jenny and Kevin is good, but I don't like Kevin. You don't like Kevin. I don't like Kevin. All right, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I agree. And he's just like he's probably a better father than Ross. Well, what I don't. Yeah, you're you're better than Ross. What I don't like about Kevin is I feel like Kevin is trying to feel like Jenny's trying to put him into sure. a, into a like yeah. he's kind of like Jenny made me this way and like yeah, 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 it, yeah, yeah. I think that's what he's like and I think that's what's different about Ruxin and his wife whose yeah. name I never remember and I'm sorry Sophia Sophia you're right yeah and I feel like that's more like oh this is our life me and Sophia's life together mm-hmm. and then I feel like Kevin's like I me I'm this way because Jenny made me be this way right even though Rexon kind of makes it seem that way, he's more like, I love Sophia. And that's why I'm this way. Yeah, and again... I'm doing this because I love Sophia. And then Kevin's like, I guess my wife's okay. Yeah, he's... Rexon is very much confident in who he is. And he can he still has the anger issues. Yeah. He still flies off the handle. He's a very fun, comedic, angry person. Uh, and, like, he has a lot of similar... Tra- he's got a young son... Again, that he loves. He loves his son, treats him better than Ross ever treated. We see him more than we've ever seen yeah. fucking Ross's son. Uh, Ross's son. Ben. <laughs> fucking Ben. Um, so I just think, for all those reasons, he, w- he would fit in well. That's one of those things, what's one of those more contemporary-ish, it's, I know it's been off the air for like 10 years, more recent sitcom that I feel like the characters would sort of fit in in the Friends universe. They would. I mean, they would hang out with Friends. And I feel like Rachel would date Ruxin for sure. Yeah. Like, that would work. Right. It's like he's he's a... Because right. he's, he's, he's a lawyer as well, right? Yeah, he's a lawyer. Yeah. And it's like they would have a... 
We're throwing all these lawyers at And Rachel. he would leave her the fuck alone. Yeah. She could do whatever the fuck she wanted, and he wouldn't be a weird creep trying to sneak around and sneak into, you know, yeah, he wasn't uh, all super, these things. Like, I, I feel like there was one. He was jealous of what's-his-face's brother. Oh, Taco? Taco. But it was more just like, Taco, go away. It yeah. wasn't like... It wasn't like true jealousy. It was more annoyed Yeah, jealousy. he wasn't like, oh, I can't believe you did this. It's just like... Shut up, Taco. Yeah. That kind of thing. What do you think? Rexon and Rachel forever. Yes! <laughs> what, what's your last one? Well, I didn't really have any more good ones. I, I had, like, Scrubs and Psych. But, I mean, Scrubs is obviously going to be JD. He's got Ross qualities. He's and awful. he's worse than Ross. He's worse than Ross. I mean, like, there, there's no way that Rachel and JD would have. And then Psych, I just kind of, I was thinking about Sean. I don't know that person. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I, sorry, I. Uh, you I'm sorry. In. You, you should be sorry. Well, you had the two other ones, and I was just throwing spaghetti at the wall. Yeah.